0: Welcome to the Audacity to Podcast, Episode 169, How to Host Multiple Podcasts on a Single Website. Thank you for joining me for the Audacity to Podcast. I'm Daniel J. Lewis, and this is the award-winning how-to podcast about podcasting, where I give you the guts and teach you the tools to launch or improve your own podcast for sharing your passions and finding success. Now, if you have one podcast, then you have probably been hit with that bug that you're thinking, this is a lot of fun. I'd like to start another podcast, too, and I'm here to tell you that launching an additional podcast on just one website will not cost you your firstborn, dearie. (laughs) That's in there for my fans of Once Upon a Time, because today is Robert Carlyle's birthday, who plays Rumpelstiltskin. And if you watch Once Upon a Time, please check out our other podcast over at onespodcast.com. But I've talked in the past about things that you should consider before launching another podcast. That was in episode 113. And just to give you a quick review of those 16 things you should consider before launching another podcast are number one, should you improve your current podcast instead? Number two, do you have time for another podcast? Number three, will your other podcasts suffer? Number four, does your new podcast fit, expand, or break your brand? Number five, where will your new podcast live? Like separate categories on one WordPress site, separate WordPress sites, or a separate or very complicated WordPress multi-site. This is the answer that we'll dig into more in this episode. Number six, cross-promote between your podcasts. Number seven, don't feel like you have to make a network. Number eight, focus on content for one podcast at a time. Number nine, reuse tools and techniques that you already have. Number 10, have separate email accounts for each podcast. Number 11, leverage your whole community for big things. 12, set up separate affiliate IDs. 13, consider separate social media accounts. 14, get things right from the start with this launch. 15, avoid crossover content unless concise and 16, use blueberries free or premium stats for separate tracking. I talk a lot more about each of these points back in episode 113. So you can get the link to that in the show notes for this episode by going to com slash 169. But let's assume you've decided that you are going to start another podcast and you've decided to host the podcast on your main site. This is the question, that was raised by Jonathan. Hi, Daniel. This is Jonathan Downham from the Critical Care Practitioner podcast, criticalcarepractitioner.co.uk. I'm wanting to um, set up another podcast run from the same website. And I'm really struggling to understand how to do this. I've looked uh, on YouTube and on the internet to try and understand the channels that you use in PowerPress. And I'm just really struggling to understand it because I I can't follow it myself and I'm not quite sure where to go next. Thanks very much, Daniel, for all your great work anyway. Well, Jonathan, we're going to answer this question. And for you out there who might be in a different circumstance where you're thinking about a different kind of podcast of some sort then this will be for you. So I'm going to break this down into three basic ways that you can do this. One is if you're hosting multiple formats, the other is if you're hosting multiple shows, And then the third is, what if you're not using WordPress and PowerPress at all? Because most of this information I'll share with you is focused on if you're using WordPress and PowerPress. That's what Jonathan was talking about, the custom channels, and that can get a little confusing. So I'm going to clean that up for you and help you understand how to do this with your WordPress site or even if you're not using WordPress. Let's start out with if you're going to host multiple formats. Let's say your podcast is a regular audio show, but you decide to also release the video recording of your audio sessions. This could be your live stream. It could be something that you put out on YouTube. It could be just your camera looking at you while you're recording the audio version of your podcast, something like that. So you're upgrading to video or you're doing something a lot more fancy where you now have a studio and you release the audio normally, but now you also want to release the video of your episodes just to reach a different audience in a different way. So this means you have multiple formats of the exact same content. You have audio and you have video. Or maybe you already publish in video, but you've been offering just standard definition video. Now you have the equipment and the bandwidth and the, the funding in order to be able to afford high definition video. So then You also have multiple formats, exact same content, just in different formats. Or you may be interested in offering some kind of supplementary content. This is kind of what I do with the Audacity to Podcast Video Edition, which is now called Podcasting Video Tips. You can get to it by going to theaudacitytopodcast.com/slash/itunes/video or slash/youtube. It's available both on YouTube and on iTunes. The video edition, and it's very different and part of the problem that i've had growing the video side of the show before was that it looked like it was still the audacity to podcast just the video edition well now it's changed now it's rebranded to podcasting video tips because that's what i'm calling it and that's the kind of content i'm sharing it's not just the video edition of this regular audio show but it's extra supplementary content Consider one of my previous episodes where I talked about how to update your cover art and where it needs to be in your file. I had an audio episode that was probably around 45 minutes long, but then I also had a video episode that covered a portion of the content in a very focused visual way, but it needed to go along with the exact same show notes. So that was released as a separate format to the podcasting video tips feed as well as onto YouTube. So that is complementary content to my regular audio episode, not just the same content in a different format, but it's complementary, it's still part of this, and sometimes the audio version and the video version share the same show notes. And you might run into this also if you want to release your podcast in multiple languages where you have your show notes sharing the same post in WordPress. That's what channels are really for. And when we'd want to consider different formats is when it comes down to a single WordPress post with different versions of the media file that you attach. An audio file, a video file, a standard definition, a high definition, maybe different languages, depending on how you have your site set up for different languages, because categories might be better for you if you're doing different languages. But if you have a single post that you only write your show notes in one language or you have something fancy going on that your single post can have multiple languages, then a channel feed would probably be best for you. So each of these functions, when we're talking about dealing with different formats, That's what PowerPress's custom podcast channels feature is for. You no longer have to use the custom podcast channel just to be able to change the name of your podcast as it appears in iTunes if you're using slash feed slash podcast. Now you can do that as of Blueberry PowerPress version 5.0. You can set that title in your default podcast-only RSS feed without activating custom channels or category podcasting or having to use FeedBurner or anything like that. But the way that a custom channel works is that it gives you an additional podcast episode widget inside of Your new post editor. So, you may be used to publishing your podcast episodes where you write out your show notes just like you're writing a blog post. And then you scroll down, you find that little widget that says podcast episode. You put in the URL to your MP3 file, maybe some other information into there as well. You verify it and you publish it that way. Well, a custom channel gives you an additional podcast episode widget like that. And you can color these differently and you can call them different things. But that's what a channel will do so that a single post can have multiple media files attached to it, not for a single episode, but each of these media files being a different format of maybe the same content or complementary content goes out to different RSS feeds. So the way that you set this up, and remember this is for different formats, maybe not necessarily a completely separate show unless it's complementary content. So for different formats, go to your PowerPress section of WordPress, then go to the settings page. On the settings page scroll down to the bottom and enable by placing a check mark on custom podcast channels then click save changes. Now when you have your uh, channels activated you can go to the podcast section of the menu on the left side and go to podcast channels. If you don't see that then you might just need to refresh your page depending on how WordPress is running on your site but then you should see podcast channels as a new entry under the power menu when you go into there you'll already see one channel that's your default feed which you may have already been using it's set up as slash feed slash podcast and you can go into this feed adjust any particular settings that you want to specific to this feed this is what all of your previous podcast episodes have been using it's your default feed and you can change anything that you want to in this feed but then to get an extra feed on the left side of this page, of the podcast channels page, is a spot where you can define a new channel by its name and by its slug. The slug is what the URL would be. So your default podcast-only RSS feed that PowerPress gives you, without activating anything fancy, it gives you slash feed slash podcast. So that word podcast is the slug. And the default slug for the default channel is podcast. So if you set up a new feed that maybe you call it, in my case, like I call it podcasting video tips, that's the name of the new feed. But the slug I make to be just video. So my podcast only RSS feed for my video version of podcasting video tips is slash feed slash video instead You could make this whatever you want it to be. This could be the name of a podcast, it could be the language you're using, it could be something else, but I recommend keep it simple to make this easier to follow along. So then once you've created this new channel, then you can customize this channel with any information you would normally use in your RSS feeds. That means the channel title, The cover art, the iTunes information, you can change the color of its particular widget that shows up. You can do all sorts of cool things like increase or decrease the number of episodes that go out to this channel feed and much more. So, when you're finished setting up the options for this feed, click Save Changes. And then, when you create a new post inside of WordPress or you edit an existing post, you'll see two podcast episode widgets. They may be called something a little bit different like you'll have one that will say podcast episode default and the other will say podcast episode four and then whatever the title is of your other feed. In my case podcasting video tips or something longer since I optimize my titles. So then put your episode into whichever widget that you need it to be for that particular format. So in my case I only ever put video into the podcasting video tips widget and then for the audio widget i only ever put the audio files mp3 files into there so that way my default regular subscribers you get just an audio file and then my default video subscribers get just a video file occasionally and that's more like just once or twice a year during podcast awards time I'll put a video version in both of these fields the same video file so it goes out to everybody but that's for those very rare circumstances when it's very concise very important urgent content that I need to get out there but other than that it's always audio in one channel always video in the other or for you it might be always one language in one channel and a different language in the other channel so this is changing and giving you podcast-only RSS feeds. And these will always only be podcast-only RSS feeds. So it would be like slash feed slash podcast, which is your default feed, or slash feed slash video if video is the slug you used when you created the new channel feed. These will only include what you put into this specific channel's podcast episode widget when you're creating a new post. So it won't include blog post episodes. It won't include the other format from the other channel. It will only ever be podcast episodes and only what you put in that particular widget. So if you're just starting out, you may notice that your video feed, if that's what you're adding on, doesn't work. Well, that's because you haven't added anything into that feed yet. So you have to have at least one episode in that feed for it to be valid and acceptable by iTunes. So that's setting up podcast channels for if you're hosting multiple formats for your podcast where you're giving pretty much the same content, just multiple formats, or you want to have the same show notes and release the content in multiple formats. But now more specifically addressing Jonathan's question, if you want to host multiple shows on your same website. You're not going to do something complicated like WordPress multi-site. You don't really need separate domains for each of your podcasts and separate WordPress installations for each of them. I do generally recommend one of those two if you have multiple podcasts for each of them to have their own website. But sometimes it just makes sense to combine your content on the same website even though you're hosting two separate podcasts. For example, I do this over at oncepodcast.com wonderlandpodcast.com also redirects to the same site just a separate page of the site but we have the once upon a time podcast which is about the tv show once upon a time but there was a spin-off series that had 13 episodes and we had a podcast about it as well called wonderland podcast and because it was so related it appealed to the exact same audience the content was so connected it made sense for both podcasts to be powered from the exact same website and that way they also help each other with search engine optimization because their content is so similar so i've also helped a dentist before who had two separate podcasts about dentistry one was for the average consumer to learn about health issues for caring for their teeth the other was for dental professionals in order to hear industry news so it made great sense for both of these shows to be on the same site so if you're in the same case Where you are talking about multiple shows they could be different formats but your main focus is these are completely different shows with different content and they're on the same website though this is where it would be good to use powerpress's category podcasting feature this is the only time in fact that you would use powerpress's category podcasting feature because if you want a podcast only rss feed powerpress already creates that for you without activating category podcasting, without activating custom podcast channels. As soon as you install PowerPress and you start adding podcast episodes to that podcast episode widget, you have a podcast-only RSS feed on your website at slash feed slash podcast. And that will not include your blog posts. That's only podcast episodes. And I recommend that over a category podcasting feed if all you need is a feed for your podcast that is just podcast episodes. The only reason for you to activate the category podcasting feature is if you are doing multiple shows or covering different topics and you need these separate RSS feeds. So unlike the category or unlike the podcast channels, category podcasting will only use a single podcast episode widget in the post editor. In order for you to separate a particular post or an episode into the separate podcast feeds, you put it in a different category. And categories are generally what you would use to organize your site into a special hierarchy. I recommend keep your categories simple. Don't try to get all complicated with a hundred different categories. That's what tags are for. I recommend keeping your categories as simple as maybe just blog and podcast. That's what i do for most of my sites is i just have those two categories you could get a little bit more complicated and subdivide things or like in the case of my once upon a time podcast i have a once podcast category and a wonderland podcast category and that is driving then the separate rss feeds for each of those separate but related podcasts so when you have your podcast episodes that you want to host For different shows on the same website, here's how you set up PowerPress to handle this for you. First, create a new category for your existing show if you don't already have a category for it. You might need to rename the category that you have because if you have a category that's called podcast, then you might want to rename that to the name of your specific podcast or maybe make that the master category to hold. Your multiple podcasts. And when I say podcast, I'm referring to an entire series, not just an individual episode. It could have, so you have a podcasts category and it has your separate subcategories under it, or whatever organization method works for you. But you will probably need to move all of your current podcast episodes into their own category, or else rename the category that they are already in if it's something generic. Then create a new category for your new show. Name this according to what that new show is. Don't just call this podcast two. That can get confusing, especially if you start adding more and more podcasts. But name this category something that fits. For example, my category name for Wonderland podcast is Wonderland podcast. It's that simple. Actually, I think I made the slug once upon a time in Wonderland podcast just to help with search engine optimization. But you can name this whatever you want. Just name it something that's appropriate for the show and that fits. So with your two categories now set up that you have your old podcast in one category and you have a new category set up just by organization where it's supposed to fit in the hierarchy, now it's time to set up and activate the category podcasting feature. So go to PowerPress and then the settings page, scroll to the bottom, and this time place a check mark on category podcasting. Then click save changes. Most likely category podcasting is now an option under the PowerPress menu if it's not go ahead and refresh the page again and you'll see it there so go to that page category podcasting you most likely have no podcasting categories set up in this list that's fine because this isn't a list of all of your categories this is a list of the categories that have podcasting added to them for category specific settings so what you do is on the left side of the screen pick the category that you want to enable podcasting and then click the add podcast settings to category feed for that. You will need to do this for both feeds but when you do this on your first feed or on your second feed you'll be taken then to the settings page for this particular category feed. This is where you set up all of the unique information for this particular podcast. Its title, its cover art, the iTunes information, All of this stuff that's supposed to go into this particular RSS feed, including how many episodes will go out into this feed. Yes, you can change that to have it separate from the PowerPress settings, or the default WordPress settings, that is. Even separate from the regular default PowerPress settings. So you could have this particular feed have 10 episodes, or 20, or 50, or 100. I recommend don't go above 200, depending on how your site is set up. But 100 to 200 is generally a good number to have it. So when you finish customizing all of your feed settings for this particular category feed, click Save Changes, and then you may need to click that Add Podcast Settings to Category Feed button again with your other podcast category feed. So when you have both of these categories set up, then when you go to Create a New Post or Edit an Existing Post, All you have to do to make that particular podcast episode appear in one podcast feed or the other is just choose the right category. So this also allows you to very easily place the exact same podcast episode in both categories we did this once for once podcast and wonderland podcast where we had a crossover episode during the hiatus where we wanted to talk about all of the similarities between the two shows so it appealed to both audiences which really i suspect it's very much the same audience because of the way that we did that show but still we put it into both podcast feeds so that if anyone subscribes to only one and not the other they would get to hear all of these crossovers and maybe be interested in one show or the other so all that we had to do for that is when we created our post, we uploaded a single media file, put it in a single podcast episode widget on the post editor, but just added it into two separate categories. Now what's important with this is that your category RSS feeds will now look very different. Instead of simply slash feed slash podcast, it will look more like a regular WordPress category RSS feed, which would be slash category slash the name of your podcast category in its slug form slash feed. It may be even longer than that if you have your podcast category as a subcategory to another category. How many times in this episode can I say category? <laughs> but like the the feed for the Wonderland podcast is something like slash category slash once hyphen upon hyphen a time. And it's really long and it has multiple slashes along the way because it's part of the hierarchy of the feed but the length of the actual url to the feed doesn't really matter because people aren't going to be typing it anyway they'll either be just subscribing and never know what that feed url is or they'll be copying and pasting it into their program of choice so this is your new podcast category feed for these specific podcast episodes to make sure that your subscribers get the correct feed, you need to point them to that category feed. So either submit that feed as is to iTunes and other podcast directories and bypass FeedBurner altogether, or redirect FeedBurner to point to this as your original feed. If you already have a published podcast episode and you're adding a second one, and if you've used your podcast-only RSS feed, that slash feed slash podcast URL previously, you'll need to redirect that redirect it to whatever the new category specific rss feed is for the show that people were subscribed to you can place a 301 redirect very easily through wordpress there are different plugins that allow you to do this or you can do it with ht access or you can just ask your web host, hey can you please place a 301 redirect so that this url slash feed slash podcast now points to slash category slash name of my first podcast slash feed and they'll be able to help you with that The reason you want to do this is because slash feed slash podcast will become an all inclusive podcast feed. So anytime you enter anything into that podcast episode widget, it will go into slash feed slash podcast, regardless of what category it's in. That's why you need to make sure that your current subscribers are moved over to the category specific RSS feed. That way they don't start automatically receiving content that they didn't ask for. You can have a crossover episode here or there or you can let them know maybe some little announcement that hey I've started a new podcast about this spinoff topic please subscribe to it in these separate places. You're not forcing them to receive your new content because they subscribe to your first podcast. And if you're using FeedBurner for that first podcast feed then this is really easy to do that you don't have to place a 301 redirect because all you need to do is just change that source url for your feed burner feed so instead of pulling your slash feed slash podcast or whatever feed it was pulling previously just point it to slash category slash the name of whatever your new podcast is slash feed. This is a lot of slashes, a lot of use of the word category and channels. But if you need help with this stuff, I am here to help and we can have some one-on-one consulting or you can just let me know, hey, help, I can't get this set up and I can give you an estimate on what that would cost to set it up for you. Just go to com slash consulting if you'd like a quote on what it would be for me to help you with this. But you'll also be able to get more of this information and review some of these URLs that I shared in the show notes for this episode at theaudacitypodcast.com slash 169. So these are also creating separate RSS feeds. And what this allows you to do, whether you're creating your separate format feeds with custom podcast channels, or you're creating separate show feeds with podcast categories, This allows you to use the same media host and the same hosting account actually with that media host for multiple shows. This is the way I do it with Libsyn is where I have a single very large Libsyn hosting plan but I host multiple shows in there so I don't use my Libsyn RSS feed. I create the RSS feeds through my own WordPress websites which then handles what episode goes out to what RSS feed. You can do the same thing with Blueberry, or with any other media host, but I recommend as a media host only libsyn that's L-I-B-S-Y-N, or Blueberry, that's B L-U-B-R-R-Y. Those are the only two media hosts that I can really confidently recommend. And I have a promo code for either of them. So if you don't have media hosting yet, then use the promo code Noodle on either of these, and you'll get a free month to try these and just save some money too. And if you're a victim of the recent Mevio shutdown, then Libsyn and Blueberry are also here to help and they're both offering to transfer your archive absolutely free when you set up an account. So awesome that they're doing this, reaching out, helping the community. They both really want to help podcasters. So it's it's great that they're doing this and who foresaw that uh, Mevio might shut down someday and some of these spinoff companies. That one, that was surprising even after what they were doing and shutting down audio hosting and other things. I was surprised here that they were shutting down. Makes me wonder about the future of Music Alley as well because MusicAlley.com was part of Mevio as well. We'll see what happens to that in the future. But these instructions that I shared with you help you if you're working with WordPress and PowerPress. But you might not be in that condition. You might not be hosting with uh, your own website, you might not be able to use PowerPress. You might not want to use PowerPress. Maybe you're not even using WordPress at all. You could be using some proprietary content management system or something that isn't even a content management system. It could just be HTML pages on a static website. Or well, if you're doing something like that and you're not using WordPress and PowerPress, then the only other way that I can confidently recommend for creating your podcast feed very easily, too is with Libsyn, L-I-B-S-Y-N. A single Libsyn account can have multiple shows and that is where you log in with a username and password but each show has to have its own sub account or its own show account inside of Libsyn in order for it to have its own RSS feed which they call the Libsyn classic feed. So that is that right now I have a single Libsyn account And a single show inside of the Libsyn account. But that show inside my Libsyn account is Noodle Mix. It's where I put all of my podcast media files into that one single account. And then I use PowerPress to split it out and to host the multiple RSS feeds. But if I wanted to create a single account or if I wanted to have multiple shows hosted with WordPress, I could do that with a single account. So it's the same username and password, but I have to set up additional shows inside of Word, inside of Libsyn, and each show has its own hosting plan, its own RSS feed, and its own options that you set up. So this could be five dollars per show. It could be seven dollars per show if you want the basic stats or any plan that they offer. It would be a per show basis because you can't have just a single show pushing out multiple RSS feeds on Libsyn. And this makes a lot of sense though too because trying to work this around inside of Libsyn's system is not what it's designed for. It's designed for simplicity and to make it easy for you to publish to your very secure, very stable RSS feed. So the way that you do this on Libsyn is if you don't already have a Libsyn account, go to TheAudacityToPodcast.com/libsyn. Sign up with the promo code Noodle to get your first month free. This is if you don't already have a Libsyn account. If you do already have an, a Libsyn account, then unfortunately you can't use my promo code. But what you need to do is, once you have your account set up, or when you already have an account, in the upper right hand corner is your. I'm going to call it the account menu. You'll see the name of the current show that you're looking at. Click on that little drop down menu. And then choose register new show. This is where it will look just like it did, or very similar to how it looked when you first created your Libsyn account. But now you're just adding an additional show to your Libsyn account. So enter the new show's slug, its billing information. You can have different billing information for each show that you have on Libsyn, and the hosting plan that you want. Remember, you do need to pay for each hosting plan for each separate show that you're hosting on Libsyn. Then once you have all of this taken care of, you've agreed to their terms and everything, to be able to switch back and forth between your different shows on Libsyn, there's a new Change Shows tab inside of the Libsyn interface. Click on that and then click on the show that you want to switch over to managing by selecting the Select Show button. Then when you're inside of that show, you're able to set it up just like you can any other podcast feed inside of Libsyn. So you, this show can have its own title, its own cover art, its own iTunes information, its own number of episodes that it publishes out. And then whenever you're creating a particular episode for a particular show, switch to that show before creating your post. If you use FTP to upload to Libsyn instead of going through the website, then when you have multiple shows on Libsyn, you'll also have a folder for each of those shows and each of those folders will be named after the slug on Libsyn. So for example my slug is noodlemx.libsyn.com so my folder when I log into the FTP account is NoodleMix. I could also have other shows listed in there like Tap for the Audacity to Podcast or uh, One's Podcast or anything like that and inside of each of these show folders on FTP is then a collection of four folders, Dropbox, Quickcast, Assets, and Public. And each of these have their different uses as well that I'll talk about more in a future episode. But most likely, if you want to just publish quickly and uh, get your RSS information updated with your new post and you've tagged your file with the ID3 tags, most likely the best place to go would be the Quickcast folder. But if you want to upload your file and then create your post on Libsyn, then go to the Dropbox folder so that when you create your new post inside of Lipson, you'll be able to select that from the Dropbox. But remember this is account and show specific so you have to upload to the right FTP folder in order for it to show up in the right show. If you mess up it's okay you can just go in and delete the file that you uploaded and re-upload it to the correct show. And if you want more information about this, I have links in the show notes at theaudacitypodcast.com slash 169 for more about how to work with these separate features that Libsyn has. And please remember to use my promo code NOODLE if you sign up for the first time over at Libsyn. And I think that they will take great care of you. And you'll be able to then have your multiple RSS feeds for multiple shows so you can submit those into iTunes and manage those shows separately each with their own title their own cover art their own iTunes information and all of that managed very easily for you and just like you can with Libsyn and this is the reason why I say Libsyn is the only service that I recommend for doing this easily you can have a 301 redirect or an iTunes new feed url on your RSS feeds, though, so that if you ever decide to leave Libsyn or change the way that you're publishing your feed, you are not locked in. You are not held captive by Libsyn, and your listeners aren't held hostage like SoundCloud and Podbean and Spreaker and other companies do with your RSS feed. So check out the show notes at theaudacitypodcast.com dot com slash one sixty nine for more information about each of these options. And also comment on the show notes to let me know how this has helped you to manage your podcast. And especially if you're hosting a podcast or multiple podcasts, I'd love to hear from you. How is it that you're splitting up your RSS feeds? And maybe that method will change for you after you hear this episode. Go to the show notes at the slash 169. I have a couple announcements for you. One is Podcast Masterclass is coming up. Registration will be closing very soon for that, but you can always find out when the next class is by going to podcastmasterclass.com and use the promo code TAPLISTENER in order to save some money on your registration over there. Podcast Masterclass is for Current podcasters who want to get much better. We have over 16 hours of group coaching. We have up to six hours of one on one coaching. There is a thorough 120 plus evaluation of your podcast, finding all of the things that need to have some action on them to improve things, both in your podcast, your ID3 tags, not just both, actually, it's in so many different places your website, your descriptions, your search engine optimization. This course is packed with information, and I've increased the value of it without increasing the price because I'm, I'm packing in even more information and more value into this. It's now actually realistically worth over $6,000. If you were to hire me one-on-one to go through all of this stuff with you, it would cost you more than $6,000. Seriously. I'm, this is no internet marketing inflation, anything like this. Oh, it's a 97.99 value. No, nothing like that. Realistically, if you hired me, it would be over $6,000. So check it out at podcastmasterclass.com. And you even get for free my social subscribe and follow icons plugin for WordPress. And you'll have special access to something new I'm launching very soon. That I can't tell you about yet, but I'm very excited about it. Something new, a new service I'm launching for podcasters that I think you are going to absolutely love. It will have a free option. It will have paid options at multiple levels that I really think you're going to love. Codename RPM. So if you're excited about this new program called RPM, then make sure that you are staying subscribed to the podcast, but also go over to the website and subscribe to the email newsletter. Just go to com slash 169, the show notes for this podcast, and you can find out over right on the right side is the entry form to be able to subscribe to the email newsletter, as well as get my free podcasting pre-flight checklist PDF that you can get uh, for just before you record an episode all of the 80 plus things that you should check split into 20 different items before you press record on your podcast So I'm really excited about these couple things. There's so much more great stuff happening in the podcasting industry. So many great things going on, but I want to overload you with announcements. So just remember these two things, podcastmasterclass.com and use the promo code TAPLISTENER. And also my upcoming really cool, really exciting project I'm hoping to launch in late April. I believe we're on schedule for that and you'll be able to find out about the secret RPM project by subscribing to my email newsletter and you'll get the first word of when I announce that. Just go to audacitypodcast.com to subscribe to the email newsletter. Big thanks for leaving ratings and reviews in iTunes. Those are really encouraging and they help other people find the podcast too. So thank you so much. If you haven't left a review yet, please go to com slash iTunes. And while you're there, review someone else's podcast too. Be grateful for what you're listening to. Let me know how I can help you podcast and questions I can answer in future episodes by emailing feedback at the audacity or send a voice message through the website, the to Or you can also pick up the phone and leave a voicemail at nine zero three two three one two 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 one. Now that I've given you some of the guts and taught you some of the tools, it's time for you to go launch or improve your podcast for sharing your passions and finding success. I'm Daniel J. Lewis from the audacity to podcast.com. Thank you for listening. The audacity to podcast is a proud member of noodle mix network. Find more of our award winning and award nominated podcast to make you think laugh and succeed at noodle.mx. We've got stuff about how to be productive in your personal and professional life shows about the tv shows once upon a time resurrection once upon a time in wonderland under the dome marvel's agents of shield and more and there's so much great content over there at noodle.mx the audacity to podcast is also a proud member of the tech podcast network if it's tech it's here find more at techpodcast.com and be sure to check out my ces videos which are now all published over at tpn.tv